0: Hey, 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 closet busters, come on and gather around. It's time once again to kick down those closet doors of life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens, bold move expert and coming out coach. And I'm going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloseted. So come on, grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into living your truth as we explore more stories, tips, and tricks for living your life uncloseted. Now let's get to the show. Hey, hey, Life Uncloseted family, it is time once again for an adventure, Uh, a step out. It's like, I want to call today like that step across the globe sort of thing. (laughs) And if you're going, what the hell is Rick talking about? Well, just sit tight, just sit tight because we are definitely going on an adventure and We're going to go on an adventure with a friend of mine that I got to know through World Domination Summit, which I know many of you have heard me talk about this in the past. But this guy has truly stepped into what I call the, well, the abyss of living your life uncloseted. And he's taken some risks. He's given up some stuff. He's walked away from things because he had a bucket list to fulfill. And that bucket list was the things that he most wanted to accomplish in his life. Now, he's pretty dang young. So to think that he might not get this done, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go there because I know he's going to get all this stuff done. And in fact, since I've met him, a lot of stuff has gotten done. And then I just recently heard heard him, well, I didn't hear him on another podcast, but our mutual friend Chris, Chris Gillibo, who runs WDS, World Domination Summit, talked about what... Chase, my friend Chase here, um, has been doing with his bucket list, and I thought what better way to show what it means to make a bold move and to live your life uncloseted than to take a deep dive look at what happens when you give yourself permission to go pursue your bucket list, and I'm not going to tell you a whole lot much more because I want Chase to really step forward here. And share his experience, because when you hear the things he's done, the places he's been, the way he's gotten there, the challenges that he's had, I think you're going to be really inspired to believe I can do whatever I want, whether I have a bucket list or not. So with that, I want to welcome my buddy Chase Porringer to the Life Uncloseted podcast, man. Hey, thanks for being here today.
1: Hey, thanks, Rick. And hello, everybody. I'm so so excited to be here. Like, I love the podcast. I've been waiting years literally uh yeah. to be here talking with you. So I'm really excited and I love what you said at the beginning around uh giving ourselves permission. I really look forward to talking about that more later.
0: Well and that's really, I believe, what started to happen for you because there was some life changes stuff like most of us. There were things happening and and you knew where you wanted to go, but oh man, all this sort of stuff started happening. And then you you're like, okay, I'm gonna do some stuff. And I remember the last time you and I really I'd been in contact was when you were kind of living in California for a little bit and then you were moving around and you kind of didn't have a whole lot, but what was the impetus behind I've got to create this bucket list and I've got to start doing stuff. What was the driver for you? Let's start there.
1: Well, like all amazing life changes, uh, it actually started from the darkest point of my entire life. Uh, mm-hmm. Trauma creates the biggest change. So for me, it was being a divorced, depressed overweight caregiver, uh, broke living in a small town. I was 22 years old. Uh, My wife at the time uh, had basically gotten together for months with one of my closest friends. uh, And it was absolutely not only earth shattering for me, but I just, I just felt like I had no value and there was no real reason for living because I had put all of my reason for living into one person, mm-hmm. and uh, i I allowed it to create my identity of I am chase, I am a husband this is i 'm a provider, I have this house, we have the dogs, I have the you know everything that I thought success was in my life, and it truly came crumbling down in a in a very intense way, yeah. and it, it really was a one day I think everything 's fine, and the next day. It, it crumbles all to the ground. And sitting in that in that darkness, in that that shit, it is. As anyone listening uh, has been in that in that space, not not necessarily in the same situation, but in that space of darkness and and self hatred and, and just depression, you know that at some point it, there comes a time where you say, "Okay, I'm, I'm either checking out or I'm stepping up." Yeah. And for me, I had, I had planned my own suicide. I, I had already decided the way that I was going to do it. Everything was – I had decided emotionally and mentally to check out. Hmm. And in that, uh, as I was, I was still living my life, I, I mean, I was, I was still – I had a job as a caregiver and I would still go to work and things like that. But in order to have momentary escapes from the darkness – my light at the end of the tunnel, if you will, was uh, this, this somewhat random idea of writing down a list of things that I would do if I was someone else, things that I would do if I could if I could do anything, if I was this almost, uh, you know, like uh, alter ego of myself, what could I accomplish? And I started writing things down and things that were crazy to me at the time. I, I had never been out of the country in my life, or really done pretty much anything, and I would write down things like run with the bulls in Spain, fly an airplane, you know, ride on an elephant through the jungles of Thailand, uh, have an, I get to know my grandfather, give my mother roses, and tell her that I love her not on Mother's Day. Things that, uh, like I, I just at that time in my life really didn't think were possible for me, mm-hmm. and but but at the same time, I was so close to death that I had this attitude of, of screw it. You know, like these, this is just, it's just, everything was just so whatever that I didn't have space for judgment even towards myself. So Mm. that's, that's the reason why I uh, created the bucket list and, uh, and where it came from.
0: You know, it's interesting that you honed in right out the gate around the darkness and that in the darkness is when most people, I'm not going to say everybody, but in, A lot of cases, most people begin to find the truth of what they need to do to move forward. And it doesn't matter if you got divorced, if you had cancer, if you're coming out of the closet like I did in your sexuality, if you've lost your job, it's in the darkness. And I can't help but think, um, you know, there's been a lot of darkness in 2019 right now um, as we watch federal workers lose jobs and have to be put on Mm -hmm. furloughs and stuff. And, and it's so interesting because I was on a call with my mastermind earlier. Um, and one of the things that one of the people said, who was actually one of the federal employees who's furloughed is this has given me so much opportunity. And he paused and we're all on video camera watching this because we're using zoom and And he Mm -hmm. started crying. And this is a guy I would never expect to see cry. And I could see the tears welling up. This has given me the opportunity to do the thing I need to be doing with this business. I keep saying I'm going to launch. And as I knew we were getting prepared, you and I were getting prepared to talk about this. um, I thought how apropos that that's what got delivered to me this morning in anticipation of recording this podcast with you, because it is this darkness. It's that space where things begin to show up that we might go, I don't really get why this is happening, but I'm going to go for it. So as you started to see the light beginning to shine on this, what was the difference that started to pivot you out of, okay, I'm dark. I'm going to plan my own suicide. I hate myself. This is the shits. What was the thing that really began to be that pivot? And I'm not going to say a pivotal moment. It might've been, but what was the pivot that started to happen? What drove you the other direction?
1: Well, once I, once I wrote it, it still wasn't real. As I was saying, you know, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't something that I really thought was for me in this life. Right. Um, but the the thing that actually shifted it for me was Uh, funny, I did something that I thought I could never do. And it's something so simple that almost everyone else can do. But it was something on my bucket list to do a cartwheel. I had never done a cartwheel in my entire life. And I was I was reading this list. And I was sitting as a caregiver as my patients were asleep. And I'm just like, you know what, like, everyone else can do this. Why? I I think I can do this if I just learn how And and I YouTubed. Fat guy doing a cartwheel. I was about 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And I was like, okay, fat guy doing a cartwheel. And I did it slow motion back and forth a million times to see how the heck this guy did a cartwheel. And I went out and I spent about 30 to 45 minutes trying to do a cartwheel over and over again. And I sprained my wrist and I sprained my groin and it hurt. But in the end, I did it. And I was so proud of myself. It sounds so silly, but I was so proud of myself for doing something that literally my entire life I told myself. That wasn't for me, that I couldn't do it. And it was my very first item that I ever crossed off my bucket list. And oh. that, that, even though it's so simple, it gave me the courage to actually, like, to really, really believe that I could do things that before I thought I couldn't. And I immediately went in. This, this is an, an incredible part of it. But I, I got so inspired by that action that I took, that little thing that I went in, and I started to plan out my bucket list. And I started to actually look at things as how much does this actually cost? What, what, you know, how would I actually do this? I had never traveled before. So I thought, okay, like, what's, what's something that actually excites me that can make me actually feel alive because I'd hardly felt alive in a long time. And I looked and one of the ones that when I wrote on there, I thought I would never, ever, ever do is run with the in thing. Hmm. And I looked at that and I said, how much would that cost? I found out that it's actually free to run with the bulls. You just have to show up. Right. So I figured, okay, how much is a plane ticket and how much is a hostel? Mm-hmm. And then I got to get my passport somehow because I don't even have that. Right. And I looked it up and I said, you know what? If I saved up for three months, I could do this. And it was mm-hmm. perfect timing where July was coming up. That's when they do it. And I, and I booked the ticket. And because all of this was extra innings, that's the way that I viewed my life at that point. When I decided that I was actually going to book that ticket, I also decided that I wasn't going to kill myself for at least another five months because that's when the running of the bulls was. Mm. So when I decided that, I said, okay, like I'm actually going to do this. And I pulled the trigger and I flew to Spain and I ran with the bulls and I felt alive for the first time in so many months. And I felt life force energy flowing through my body and adrenaline and man, I I can't tell you how how life-changing that was making that leap.
0: But as you're speaking right now, Chase, here's the thing that's coming up for me. And listeners, I don't know if this is coming up for you. The big event was running with the bulls, or so we think. But no, the big event was doing the cartwheel. The cartwheel was Mm -hmm. the simplest, even though in your own mind, it was the most difficult thing. But yet, it was the baby step. It was the first thing. And I think this is where most people get really fucked up in their thinking. <laughs> I got to do something big. This has got to be the big thing I do. When in reality, if you give yourself the space and, you know, the permission again, that <laughs> if you give yourself the space to think, what's the next best thing to do? What's the next thing that could actually help me start to go a direction? Most of the time, it isn't to get the ticket, to get the passport, to figure out where a hostel is, to fly across the world to Mm -hmm. run with the bulls. The first thing is to do one little step, even if that little step is still something that scares the shit out of you. Yeah. And I think you've so beautifully demonstrated this, Chase, because... Then you did that. Then you did the bulls. And then I still remember when you and I had some of our very first conversations and it was, you know, right after all this was happening for you and you were going through selling Mm -hmm. the house and the business that hadn't really taken off. And Mm -hmm. you were really still like, okay, I'm trying to find my stride. I know I'm going here, but you kept taking steps. I think that was the thing. So you started with the bulls and then you kept moving. What's the thing that keeps you going at this point? Because every step, <laughs> you're doing more and more. You're seeing more things. You're traveling further around the world. What's that inspiration for you?
1: Well, it actually, if I'm being 100% honest, it started for me as an escape. My, my reality back home was so dark that I, it was like a breath of fresh air to be around People who didn't know what was going on, and I wasn't having to talk with friends and family who were asking, Oh, are you okay? and treating me like a victim. Mm-hmm. And it, so, I, I first, uh, it was my escape. And then, as I started to go more and I started to, to lean in more to personal development and to actually learn to forgive and learn, you know, what was I running away from and, and dive into those feelings, uh, once I started to get clear on that was when. My fuel, my reason for what kept me moving forward, yes, it was a similar feeling, but instead of an escape, it was an experience where I was running towards something instead of away from something. Now I was running towards the feeling of awe, towards the feeling of adventure, towards that feeling that I get when tears are rolling down my eyes and I'm seeing something that I, I could have never ever imagined in my life that I would be able to experience coming from a town of 300 people growing up in a trailer in the woods you know that's that that wasn't for me That's, but now it is because I chose it to be and I I changed my fate in a way that's that's the way that I believed it
0: well you just brought up a very 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 important piece you changed you changed your thoughts you changed your fate but the core is you changed and i think so often as we go through these experiences we want to change what happened to us we want to change the people who may have done this to us we want to change everything except the core which is us Mm -hmm. And I had the pleasure recently to spend a day with Byron Katie and she's amazing. If you guys don't know who she is, please, please, yes, this is a plug for mm-hmm. her to go look up Byron Katie and the work. Um, that's kind of her signature thing, but it's so amazing when she asks the four questions and I'm not going to tell you the four questions because I want you to go do and your homework because it's about what Chase just brought up. It's about you making the change because we can't change anybody else. What we can change Absolutely. is ourselves. What we can change is what we do with what we've been given. What we can change is how we act in those spaces. And that's all I'm going to say, because I want to give away the work because I think if I give it away, <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> I want you yeah, to go yeah. literally go do too. the work. <laughs> but um, yeah. I heard that so clearly from you was that you made the change. You started to say, yeah. okay, what can I do differently? How can I show up? What can I?" How can I see this as a blessing versus a curse? And I love when you said when I was hanging out at, at, you know, in the home country, so to speak, and, you know, people were doing the whole, you're the victim and, and, and that we can go there. We're humans. (laughs) Sometimes it feels Mm -hmm. really fucking good to be the victim. Yeah. Until you realize that's really not serving you. And it sounds like that's Mm -hmm. starting to happen for you. Mm -hmm. You realize being the victim wasn't getting you any further away from the grave. It was just driving you more towards it.
1: Absolutely. And I think the the really important thing that you spoke to there was uh, was really, really changing your core. And I believe that it's actually easiest to tra- change your core during a tra- traumatic experience because mm-hmm. I, from, from what I've experienced, when everything is stripped away externally and oftentimes internally and, and your whole world is upside down, it also allows you to create something new, and you can choose to create that something new out of the victim mentality, out of you know poor me. Oh, the world is horrible, and I'm you know just this little baby deer, and I can't actually control anything. Or if you actually do the work, you go experience Byron Katie, for example, which I love as well. Uh, you know, you hire a coach, you you do things to to really understand the world around you and what happened in your story that you've made up. Then you can actually create your core beliefs of who you are and what rocks you want to stand on. And then you can actually create your life outside of that because everything, whether you believe it or not, is manifested from your core of who you are outside Mm -hmm. is actual and and a direct reflection of the inside. Exactly.
0: You know, my husband um, said something to me the other day that was really interesting. And it's been a while since he said this, but he's good for something every once in a while. And he said to me, (laughs) (laughs) um, um, So what would you like them to do? And this was in relationship to my parents and my ex-wife. He goes, what would you really like them to do? And of course, in the heat of the emotional moment, "Ah, he goes, okay. And if they can't, then what would you like them to do? I thought, well, if they can't, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, I guess they can't. There's nothing I can make them do. I can't even make them do the thing I want them to do. I could voice my opinion, but I mm-hmm. voice my opinion around that over and over and over and over until I'm like literally blue in the face. But what I can do is I can change how I feel. I mm-hmm. can change what I need them to do because whether they do it or not, yeah, even if they do it, I don't know that they actually will have done it for the right reasons. If they come to Mm -hmm. it on their own, there's something different. But if I'm the instigator behind it and all this, it's probably not going to work. And I think what you have brought forward is that same exact concept of you make the change. You did what you wanted to do. And now this whole adventure thing, (laughs) this whole
1: bucket (laughs) list,
0: has become your life. Like literally become your life. Yeah. And it's been probably a good year and a half or so since you and I have had this conversation. But, you know, we I remember us having the last conversation about where you wanted to go with this and what it could look like and, you know, all this sort of stuff. And I know there's been twists and turns, but you actually have turned this in to kind of your lifeblood. So take us kind of into that.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, at at first this started as me crossing off my bucket list items. And I had gotten to a point where uh, I had crossed off so many. Now I've crossed 80 off out of a hundred, which is, mm. you know, that's a ton, especially, because I mean, I'm still in my twenties. I got a long time to cross the last 20 off. Uh, but the, the thing that I realized was at, at some point, my cup is full and I reached that point where my cup was overflowing. I, I had so much abundance in my life of experience, specifically experience, and I wanted that for other people. You know, it's what I find often when when we go through an experience, we walk a certain path, and we see the fruits of that. We see how much beauty is on the other side of that path that, you know, we're going, hey, everyone, come look what I found, like, come and join me over here. So I I decided, and it was truly just a decision that I made that, you know, I'm going to stop traveling and doing this by myself it's not about me anymore. I want to make this about crossing other people's bucket list items off. I want to make this about allowing them to experience awe. I want to create spaces that allow people to live their lives adventurously. So what I created out of that in a nutshell was, yes, I had the bucket list lifestyle as a blog, teaching people how to travel cheap. But now I started actually tangibly taking people on epic experiences that I had already been on. You know, I went running with the bulls, and I know how crazy and amazing it is. So I took people to go run with the bulls, and now I do that every year. You know, Everest base camp, Mardi Gras, you know, Mardi Gras, carnival in Rio de Janeiro, was everything. You know, we're going to Holy Festival in India, going to Japan, all these trips that I personally went on by myself when I was crossing off my bucket list. Now I've basically compiled all of the best experiences in the world, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And now I take people to do those. And, mm-hmm. and you're right. It has consumed my life in the most beautiful way. It, has, right. it truly is a lifestyle for me where now I, I'm able to not only cross off items on my list, but ma- the majority of my energy is spent mm-hmm. helping other people cross off theirs. And it's a beautiful feeling.
0: The thing that is resonating for me in this moment is that shared experience. And Hmm. as you were talking through that, uh, first of all, I I started getting goosebumps. People always say, I can't find my passion. I can't find my purpose. Sometimes I think it's because we don't realize that you'll know you're there when you start sharing what you do. Hmm. Start sharing what you've discovered. And I remember the very first time that I had that feeling in my life was when I got behind the microphone many, many, well, not many years ago, but four and a half, five years ago to record the very first podcast, which was at that time called The Coming Out Lounge. And I remember reading the script and reading the script. And then three weeks later, I said, fuck the script. (laughs) And it was that third show that I had that feeling of, I just discovered it. I discovered my passion. I really, truly discovered my purpose because I was sharing me in the most raw, truthful way I could share. And each time I get the privilege of doing what we're doing here today, I still get the goosebumps. Because... People have heard maybe these stories before, and they've heard about a bucket list, but the thing they haven't heard is how Chase did this, and what Chase went through, and why he got to this space, and how he found that this was what he was meant to do, how he uncloseted himself, and he made the bold move, which was, in my opinion, and I'd love your perspective on this, Chase, the bold move for you wasn't doing the cartwheel it wasn't running with the bulls the bold move as you so eloquently said was running away from suicide and running towards life that to me was your bold yeah
1: yeah and and the beautiful thing is about uh taking that leap those, those big decisions is there's always more you know, the it, it's such a it's such a, a story that in each chapter you're gonna have to decide that this is who you are and practice boldness. I think that's something that is so important is you know, oftentimes uh people look at, at you know, people like yourself, Rick or me, and they say like, Oh, well they found what they want to do. They had that moment that gave them chills and they they just knew, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like Yes, and that's the bold decision that this is the path that we're going to take. And at the same time, do you know how many bold decisions I have to make on a monthly or annual mm-hmm. basis? Yep. Because that's the bold path that I chose. Exactly. How many times I've been so scared, just as scared or even more scared than I was at the very beginning making that initial decision. It is a practice of boldness and and it is a quest that does not end with just a decision and a happily ever after Mm-mm. it is a constant practice
0: in fact to that point chase every day requires a bold move because there are days that we do what we do and i know i want to say oh fuck it <laughs> this
1: <just laughs> is not yep. worth it
0: this you know today is today i have to admit today is one of those days because i have so many things going on that I want to say, fuck it because I have the podcast. I have two more podcasts to record today. I have clients Mm -hmm. that I'm serving from my coaching perspective. I have an event that I'm doing for my first big corporate client that's happening on Wednesday. And I still am not complete with that, but I just want to scream. But the bold move is to keep going because Mm -hmm. I'm in my zone. I'm in my space. I'm doing (laughs) that thing. I know I've been called to do. And I wouldn't have it any other way, but I'm also human. And I want to make sure everybody gets that piece that we are still human. We are not superhumans. It may sound like at times that we are. I'm the first to admit I do not have it all fucking figured out. I have some things Mm -hmm. figured out. And even when I think I have them figured out, that's going to be the thing that blows up in my face. But the thing that we do that I think at least drives me is I keep asking myself, well, do you want to keep going? Or do you want to stop? And I don't want to stop because I've stopped before. I stopped in my twenties when I thought I wasn't supposed to be gay. Thank God I did because there was some beautiful, beautiful things that came from it. In fact, this work came from me going back in the closet. But when I finally said I'm moving forward and I came out of the closet and I did the things, even though there was pain and agony and some of it still continues from time to time I don't want to stop. I want to keep going. Mm -hmm. No, before we came on the air, you talked about, yes, I'm doing this, but it's still not a hundred percent easy. There's challenges. There's things you have because you're doing things with humans. And anytime we're doing things with humans or not humans or inanimate objects, there's going to be challenges. And I think that's Mm -hmm. that you continue to do the bucket list even through the challenges. So when you get to that space, man, where it's one of those days, what's the thing that (laughs) that truly, truly keeps you going?
1: Uh, Well, two things. One is uh, I have a little secret weapon. And for anyone who is currently chasing their passion, I highly recommend this. I have a little uh, folder on my computer that is testimonials. And it is video testimonials of every single person who has ever been on a bucket list lifestyle adventure. So there is dozens and dozens of people telling me to my face when I want to quit how life-changing it truly was. How they feel like they started out as strangers and now they feel like family. You know, saying that this was literally the best week of their entire life. And having tears roll down, real tears in a testimonial video when I'm just interviewing them. That, that is what keeps me moving forward, even if I decide, you know what, I'm going to quit for today. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I'm going to do is for today, I'm done. And I'm yeah. going to lay in bed, and I'm going to eat spaghetti, and I'm going to watch Netflix, and that's all I'm going to do is I quit for today. Or I quit this version of my business. Mm. I quit the version of my business that pisses me off, that keeps me so irritated that that I'm the bottleneck. I quit this version of my business and now I want to create something. On the outside, nothing has changed. To everyone else looking in, everything is still the same, but the back end of my business, I say, okay, we're hiring who needs to be hired. We have our interns, we have our people. I'm going to stop being the bottleneck. Mm-hmm. and give more leeway to other people. So that, that's what keeps me going is not only that folder, but also just what, what that folder represents, mm-hmm. which is the same change that happened in me is now happening in other people. And I would, I would give anything to, to be able to show that to more people in the world, including sacrificing a little bit of my sanity yeah. and a little bit of my hours of sleep in order to do it.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful, man. So what's next? Where, where does Chase see this whole thing going? If you could wave the magic wand, man, where would you like to see it truly go?
1: Uh, where I'd like to see it truly go is I got a, I got a little bit of a plan and I'm really excited about it. And uh, I have my vision for where this is going is blowing up the blog way bigger. So I'm able to actually teach people uh, and inspire people who don't have the money to currently go on a trip with me but they still want to travel the world that's my mission is to get people to see the world to experience life fully so I'd like to to grow that and I'd like to have other tour guides which we're currently having running a lot of these uh, public trips that we're running uh, I'm currently going to be on them for mm. this 2019 and then I'm never going to be on a public trip after that I have tour guides who will be on it And then I'm just going to do the private trips. I'll be traveling around doing a lot of really crazy stuff. We just went to Africa and lived with tribes and went hunting with the last tribe in Africa that can still hunt. They have never met Western peoples, And, you know, going in the hot air balloon over the Serengeti and uh, climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, a lot of really wild things that we do on the private trips. Uh, I'd like to just stick to that and live on my ranch out here in Oregon and write books and do speaking gigs and a couple of masterminds and... You know, live and have fun and do what feels good.
0: I'm so glad you brought that other stuff in at the end of that answer because I I know so many people will go, oh, I could never balloon. I could never do that. But you know what? What can you do? What can you Mm -hmm. do right now that is so different than what you are currently doing? Maybe you're going to get up from this podcast listening to it And you're going to attempt to do a cartwheel. I don't know what it is, but there's something you can do right now that is so drastically different from what you're not doing. That trust us, trust both Chase and I, Mm -hmm. if you do that one thing, no matter how little or big it is, it's the juice that starts to get you going. And that's why I so badly wanted Chase to come on, because I knew he had been working towards this. And he continues to work towards this. And it may not always be running with the bulls or, or going to, you know, a festival in India or whatever it might be. Some days it might just be waking up and going today, my boldest move, my biggest bucket list item is I'm going to sit in my bed and eat spaghetti. It can be (laughs) simple. And I hope that's what people are taking away from this today is it doesn't have to be some huge dramatic thing to begin to make the change. So as we wrap up here, Chase, the last thing I want to ask you is if you could just drop one last nugget of wisdom, if somebody's like, really, like, I really want to do something, but I just, I don't know. And I know we've touched so much on it already, but what is one last thing you could say, do this thing. And it can probably get you off your ass and get you started.
1: Well, right. As you were asking me that question, I had something pop into my head, which was uh, an experience that I had where I was stuck in that. And, And I had a mindset shift that, that changed everything for me. And I think about it all the time. So, so if you're half listening, half not doing the dishes, stop doing the dishes. If you're listening to this podcast and listen up to this one thing. so, I was sitting at home trying to decide if I was going to quit my job as a caregiver. I had been working as a caregiver for six years. I had been running the bucket list lifestyle, even as a caregiver, for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. I needed to make my decision. Was I going to continue being a caregiver and just be fine, have my home in the small town and just be okay, or was I going to take a risk, chase my dreams, go out there and actually potentially fail and have everything mess up? And the thing that really shifted everything for me was I realized that one path of actually taking action in my life, I could fail, probably going to fail, but in the end, I may still succeed chasing after the bucket list lifestyle. The other option is I keep my job. I am just fine, and that's perfectly okay, but it's not what I really truly want, and I figured, okay, what is it that will happen? What am I so scared of? What is that worst-case scenario if I fail? What happens? And I thought, well, I guess I become a caregiver again, Mm. and I realized I'm currently living my worst-case scenario. I'm currently living Mm. my failure. The only option of taking a risk that is worse or sorry that that is different than the situation i'm in now is success so i'm currently living the failure and i i I would ask anyone listening out there who's currently even if it's not a huge life decision of i'm going to quit my job or i'm going to leave a relationship or whatever even if it's something as you know uh important as i want to make a health change i want to have a better relationship with my children whatever that is for you really think what is the worst case scenario and are Mm -hmm. you living it right now? Because if you really find out that you're living your worst case scenario, you're living your failure. How can you not take a step forward? Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I literally wrote that question down before you were even done. I was like, are you currently living your worst case scenario? And if so, Mm -hmm. what the fuck are you going to do then? (laughs) Yes. You know me, I'm like right for it. I'm like, we're going for it, but it is such a beautiful message to completely wrap this time together up. And, um, just chase, I love you, man. I love what you do. I love what you bring to the world. I love that you've taken yourself and given yourself full permission to go do this because your beacon and your ability to share yourself in this way is what makes the world a better place. When those, people who have figured stuff out continue to share. And for everyone who's listening, as you discover stuff, as you do the thing that suddenly one day you get your own little shivers and you realize, I'm here. I've got my passion. I've got my purpose. Do not bottle it up. Share it. Because when you share it, the world becomes a better place. So Chase, I just want to say thank you, man, for taking time out of your world adventures and your bucket list to have a little short conversation with me and my listeners today. I, I feel blessed and um, I'm glad we made this bucket list thing finally happen between the two of us, man.
1: Absolutely. And if anyone would like to connect, uh, please follow me on Instagram at the yep. bucket list lifestyle, uh, our website, the bucket list lifestyle and all social medias. pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. The bucket list lifestyle and, if you and uh,
0: do a bucket list adventure chase is your guy so make sure you do that with him
1: absolutely thank you so much rick this was amazing uh thank you all for listening and uh click forward to the next time
0: yeah and i'm so looking forward to you all continuing to tune in listening to people's stories because there ain't no closet that you can't come out of Alright, there you have it. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end, but that's okay. We're going to be back in just a couple of days sharing more stories, tips, tricks, and wisdom for helping you live your life uncloseted. And you know what? You can share it too. Just take a few moments, if you like, and if you believe in this podcast, and share it with someone you know today. Share it from your phone. Go share it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you are. Maybe even give us a rating and review, because you know what? It's all about the planet living their life uncloseted. I'm Rick Clemens, host of the show and the guy who helps you make those big, bold moves. And I hope you never stop stepping out, stepping up and stepping in to living your life uncloseted. Catch you real soon. Take care, everyone.